that makes it a lot. Hello, everybody. We are back. Cannot remember how Ty does the intro. Welcome back to Hits and Picks, Season 3, Episode 8. Oh, we've missed some six. I don't know. Sounds right. But I, that that's his spiel. I know in a total, I believe it's Episode 52 as a whole, as a conglomerate. Oh, we didn't even have a big episode for 50. No. That's disappointing. Just came and went. And, dude, technically, too, this is our Halloween episode. Happy it Halloween, is. everybody. Orange. Yeah, orange. There, there we go. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pumpkin. I'm a pumpkin, if you can't tell. And that's Sidney Crosby, <laughs> so. But, uh, yeah, man, it's been a, been a little while since we've done this. Um, obviously, our, uh, I won't say morale, but moods have shifted really drastically. Since the last time we were on the mics, we were sitting in a much prettier place than we are now. Have we had an episode since the uh, Houston game? No. Yeah, that that changed a lot. So I was riding high, and then once that happened, all just emotion left my body. And it yeah, bad. it was tough, dude. I I, I compared that to uh, one the new Dr Pepper commercial that's out right now. That's incredible. But is that Caleb Williams? That one? No, the one where like they're uh, they score and they all start cheering, and then they call a penalty, and then everyone on their couches starts booing, and then they. Like reverse it, and then everybody comes back and cheering again. I didn't it's a see great it. commercial. I didn't see that. Oh, one it's yet. a great commercial. I highly recommend. But a real life scenario to that was 2017 Big Twelve semifinals against Oklahoma when Buddy Heald hit the halftime shot, or sorry, the buzzer beater shot, yeah. but it didn't count. Me, my mom, dad, and JT were lined up at the old house in front of the TV upstairs. We were going fucking crazy. He hit that shot. All four of us just dropped like a sack of potatoes on the ground. Like, not planned. Everybody just fell down. And then they waved it off, and we all went fucking nuts. So, unfortunately, we didn't get that against Houston. It was the complete other way around. I mean, that that whole play was fucked up. Like, there was a, several things wrong, and then just the way... Our guy, our defensive back, hit the receiver. Our guy fell. Their guy stayed up, bounced straight into his hands. It was just unlucky. All yeah. Around. Oh, dude, it was ex- extremely unlucky. But I'll I'll say this. I you know this is a little gripe that I have with us on that play is as soon as you start playing tackle football, as soon as tackle football begins, as soon as you start playing regular football where there's kickoffs kick returns, punt, punt returns, and Hail Marys. You are taught, let's say in the fourth grade, whatever it is, you never try to catch a Hail Mary football. You always bat it down. Yeah. Yeah, but- we, yeah we could have had Cole Taylor back there. There are personnel things that you can argue, but at the same time, I'm not saying it would have changed anything, but the guy, was, the, he was trying to catch it. And that's why it like fell in the dude's arms. If you just smack it down, it's it's a it's a whole different trajectory of the ball, and I don't even think it would have hit him. True, uh, Cole Taylor thing. Like, yeah, that's a shoulda, coulda, woulda thing. I don't think that's like a huge deal. Me neither. The one huge gripe I have about that play is the quarterback spy. That didn't make sense. I don't think they really thought about that, or that guy's job should have been to like 
look for a second and then rush and he he like really didn't. So yeah. that that kind of fucked it up. Yeah. And there was a major hold on that play. I, I didn't even notice until a few days later when it showed up on Twitter. Major hold. Uh did see that. Those are tough. They're they're never gonna call that yeah. on the last play. Those are hard. Um I don't know, man. I, I mean you never can blame a game on one play. You can't I I just I guess I'm genuinely confused why I feel like most of our fans aren't upset about the helmet takeoff after the touchdown as much as I am. Yeah, that upset. Explain why you're upset. I I'm upset because that you never know what's going to happen on the two plays that they run if that doesn't happen. But if you're taking the yardage that they gained from both of those plays, they would they would not have started so close up the field because the penalty was on the kickoff and we were kicking from like our five. So we right. literally gave Did get, we squib it? I don't think so, no. Okay. We we gave them extra yardage to begin with, so the kick returns already set up at least ten yards, and then whatever he gained on the return, whereas if that fifteen yard penalty doesn't happen, the kick is normal we probably kick it out of bounds and they start at their 25. And I think they, you know, they didn't gain that much yardage to where that Hail Mary then went from a 50 yard pass to it would have probably been like a 70 to a 75. Right. Pass. Right. See, my thinking is for that play, like, yeah, Garrett Green fucked up. But like, like I said about the holding, they're not going to call that on the Hail Mary. They're just going to fucking be like, we're just going to put the flags away. Nine times out of ten, they knock it down, whatever. Like, I don't think you call that unsportsmanlike penalty for taking your helmet off when you just threw a Hail Mary, not a Hail Mary, but, like, a huge touchdown to you should have won the game. I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say you're wrong because your, your mindset philosophies is correct, but that has been the one penalty all year that they're hitting so hard. Which, it's it's kind of weird how hard they're hitting it. Well, I, every year I feel like they have the one penalty right. that stands out the most. And for some reason, this one is taking your helmet off when you're not supposed to, whether it's a touchdown, after a big run, whatever. I've seen it called multiple times and not even in just WVU games. So, like... Uh, NFL, too, they're hammering it. But yeah. that that Sunday before that game, I think... Steelers were playing somebody and someone took their helmet off like right after the play and he was talking to the ref and the ref said, put your helmet back on. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I wish that would have happened in our game. Yeah. So the the helmet thing's the hot button issue. I agree with everything that you're saying. Just like being a football guy and I know Garrett Green's a football junkie. You have to, unfortunately... Even though you haven't been, you have to act like you've been there at that point. The game is not over yet. True. Yeah. There's still 15 seconds to go. I get celebrating on the sidelines. 12 12 seconds. That's right. 12. I get the sidelines. I'm not talking about not acting like a goof on the sidelines. I'm just talking about on the field in the heat of the moment. But again, you can't just blame it on him. I mean, we let them score 41 points. Thankfully, our offense was rolling enough to even get us to that point but i did see some wild stat of our offense efficiency when we're behind oh yeah i saw that versus when we're winning it's insane it's insane i mean it's like eight touchdowns the two when we're losing and then 
winning, it's like one touchdown to five picks or something crazy. Well, like, so for WVU, teams prepare to guard against the run. So when we start passing, they're like, oh, shit, like, we didn't really prepare for this. Yeah. And are we a passing team now? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I I know it's crazy because we are sitting here at four and three. There's still we still can get a very good finish, like an eight and four finish. And that that would be a win for the year. Eight and four finish to me would be a, a good finish after the first four years. Seven and five. I'm ha- I'm. I'm just happy you're, we're seven. I'm just happy at that point we don't have a losing record, but that doesn't really cut it for me. Um, so I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I'm just I'm so I'm so bummed and defeated in football right now because these last couple of years for me have been brutal, bro. Like they brutal. have been. Uh, so it's tough. I think the Oklahoma State loss was worse. Yeah, you have to win your home games. It was at home, and we just forgot how to stop the run. Yeah. I mean that guy was good. But they literally just forgot how to like stop him. I mean, and tackle. I, I feel like the TCU defense just disappeared. Like, yeah. Well, we did have some injuries. That doesn't help. Yeah, I don't know. Two linebackers are out. Yeah, one suspended. He probably won't be back. It's tough. We're in a we're in a struggle bus right now, man. So, WV Twitter is just fucking awful. It's atrocious. Like, I'm, I'm rooting for Neil Brown like hard now because I think if you let him go in the off season, one you get a huge buyout, and two like people will leave, the team won't be as good. I think we got a solid, solid team next year. I think I, you have to keep him. I'm just like, okay, all right, dude. Here, here's what it is. If, if you get rid of him, you're punting on next year. I get why people are upset with Neil Brown. Let's just get that out of the way because obviously I think everybody understands why people are upset with Neil Brown. Here is where I'm going to defend him a little bit after a lot of thinking. I know we haven't been ranked since he's been the head coach. I understand. But we got to remember that when he came in, the roles were changing in college football. So all of the prior roles in terms of like NIL transfer portal stuff did not exist before he got to WVU. Second, COVID hit. The whole COVID thing hit. Football was weird. The transfer portal got weird. Who was playing where? Teams weren't playing, so people were leaving so they could play elsewhere. That got weird. Then the next year, all of a sudden, the NIL just booms. And that's before the trust was really established yet and really doing things with NIL. So that booms. Players are jumping after money. Then these last two seasons, yes, they've been bad seasons. This season's not over. We still can do well. The season prior was a bad season. I guess where I have to defend the guys, I don't understand what people think is going to happen when we reset because we're not resetting in today in the old, the old day and age where everybody's pretty much is going to stay. Now right. it's like if you reset, there's a chance that we're losing the players and I think people forget about that part. Yeah, I agree. I like So he came in, you said COVID and uh 
all the NIL stuff was changing, transfer portal was changing. And what makes a huge difference is that was his first Power 5 job. 100%. Like, maybe if he was Power 5 before that, it would have been smoother. So, like, he was going to have bumps in the road anyway, and that kind of added to it. So, I mean, I think he still has a chance to be pretty decent now. I do too, man. Like, I Everyone I, hating on him makes me like him, actually. Everybody hating on him honestly makes me hate WVU fans. They're pretty bad. Be- because, like, I, I, I think we're to the point now to where I understand the hate, like, if you want to go into the season hating him, but don't come switch up on my side when we're sitting there at 4-1 and one and right. everyone's like, trust the climb, we're sitting there for a second, we're tied for this, we're tied for that, we can beat anybody. All those people flip-flopped. And now all of a sudden you're flip-flopped right back? Like, you really got duped from five weeks, and then now you're back on this hate train when quite literally four weeks ago, everybody was trusting the climb. Oh, 100%, yeah. Regardless what people want to act like, everybody was like, oh, fuck, the, the climb is here. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm very frustrated with West Virginia Twitters, social media fans, whatever it is. I, listen, they're allowed to have their opinion. I get it. But for, for some reason, that opinion frustrates me. Yeah, I keep seeing the same people pop up on my For You page, and I, I want to block them. But then I'm like, I want to see the bad takes, too. Like, I want to see, like, the other side. Yeah, um, which is healthy. Yeah. I also think uh, the Big 12, I know everyone says they're terrible, but they're all, like, pretty close together in talent. Because Houston just took Texas to the last minute. UCF just took Oklahoma to the last, what, two-point conversion. So, like, there's not a big disparity in talent. I... I don't like when people say, and I'm not saying you say this, it's a common thing when like for, well, we'll use the big 12, like the big 12's down just because they're all even doesn't mean you're down. Right. You know what I mean? Like that always kind of confused me just because there's not one team that's good in the conference and everybody else stinks does not mean the conference is down. Right. Let's just get that out of the way. And I will say Oklahoma state got, rocked by South Alabama early in the year. Crushed. They're a completely different team now. Yeah. They, they what, played three quarterbacks so far. Alec Bowman's back. He's not bad. He was doing good last year, I think, and then he got hurt I can't against us. Yeah, I think. We, we punctured his lung. Yeah. And then their running back, even before the game, uh, his three games before that, he was tearing up. Yeah. So, like, we knew he was going to be good. It was it was just bad tackling, really, yeah, in that one. And again, don't get me wrong. I'm frustrated with coaching calls and coaching decisions and decisions Neil Brown makes. You're always going to be with any coach. Yeah, too. I'm I'm 100% frustrated with it, but I'm, I'm not to the point of, like, let's restart everything yet. Yeah, because then that's, that's a two-year process if you're lucky. That's a two-year process if you have top-tier NIL. Which we... We're getting kind of close, but I don't I don't know how we've used it yet in football. Like there hasn't been like a big splash we've gotten. I'm pretty sure we've used it all in basketball. Yeah. But uh maybe that'll change. Did you see who was with the Diamondbacks the other day? I did not. 
You know who owns the Diamondbacks? I do. They're in the World Series. Yes. Redden Baker was with them, the owner. That's a great sign because... You got to have a relationship. And there were massive rumors that he was very upset with the Neil Brown stuff and threatened to not donate money anymore. Oh. Because he was the one last year that said, I will buy his buyout. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Which... Which is good on Ren's part. I'm saying, like, it, he's he's yeah. he's build he's building his own relationship. That's great. You, I mean, after this year, I think you got to keep him and Ren. He might have a conversation like, "Hey, I got to do this," and then after this year, we'll reevaluate. Yeah, to keep him in the loop, and he'll he'll keep donating. He won't stop. Yeah, dude. And again, I want to e- reiterate or whatever the word is. Reiterate. Reiterate, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm frustrated too that we have not been ranked in the Neil Brown era. We all feel the same things. I think it's just how it's portrayed that comes off as frustrates me. So, earlier in the year, which would you have said is more likely? Us to be one in six or us to be four and three? One in six, for yeah. sure. So, like, I don't think anyone can be mad. He's literally exceeding everyone's expectations right now. Yeah, no, a, th- a thousand percent. And even though I've been like on the train joking, kind of not joking, eight and four, eight and four, eight and four, a thousand percent there was a, a thought of like, we might only beat Duquesne and like, that's about it. And that Duquesne game was rough. Yeah. So uh, uh, we, everyone was nervous for a second. Yeah. I mean, hey, I agree. He's, he's overachieving in our fans' eyes. So what more can you ask for? Yeah. We can honestly beat. I honestly believe we can beat anybody we play now, even Oklahoma. Like, it, that'll be a good game, but... We always play them tough. GG's all, already beat them once. Yeah, l- la- last time we played there. And that, that will be in their head. Yeah, remember the last time we played there, that was only 13-9, and that's when he benched uh, Spencer Rattler for Caleb Williams. Oh, yeah, fuck, I forgot about that, and but, Caleb Williams tore up. Yeah, but, like, we still, we were in that game, like... Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. All right. Anything else about WVU football? Not WVU football, no. You want to say anything about basketball? Yeah. I'm, again, I'm, this is not a political thing. I know nothing about politics. I think it's pretty sick that we're taking a page out of UNC's book and announcing the same thing to try to get battles waiver approved. Yeah. So after he got denied, someone brought it up. Like maybe the attorney general will get involved. And I was like, He's not going to fucking do shit. I mean, it, and I was surprised he said something. It could be like a play, like he wants to get in people's good graces, but it's worth mentioning that like NCA might see that and be like, okay, you, you can go. It worked for Tez Walker. And he's a dog. It worked for Tez. Literally, literally, they literally, I think the only, I think he had a better case, but I think the only thing that they said is like, we can present more stuff and you need to present more stuff on why you can't. And I think we could build a case for battle. Why yeah. couldn't you? You know what I mean? Tez, Tez had a better case for sure, but like, it's just hard to tell a kid like, no, you can't play. Like he was at fucking Montana state. Yeah, dude. So like, here, let him go. I'll make the case. Cause for some reason I'm just on this big, like indigenous native American wave <laughs> since my conference. You're not going to let an indigenous person transfer and play somewhere else where he wants to play. That's so pre- that's pretty bad. I'm interested. Like it's never going to come out, but Eilert's been hammering like he needs basketball. Yeah. So like, I mean, he might have some like shit going on to where yeah. like he really needs it for a year. I and mean, 
I'd be so pissed if he doesn't play this year and he ends up transferring again like Jose did. I'd be pissed. Which it's very it could happen. But he's he's the scorer next year, so I don't think that would. Dude, literally it was tight. There uh I heard Seth our man Seth. Bulldog Seth Bulldog. Wilson. Our guy, dude. Seth you are our guy, bro. You are my favorite player to watch. You've been my favorite player to watch. He's a starter now. Oh, he's a starter, dude. And it was funny. They asked him some kind of question about Kerr, and he's like, he's like, it's, I can't remember how he worded it. Like, it's weird now because now I have to pay attention <laughs> from every angle yeah. for a pass to come. Yeah, because you know he's just going to throw some wild behind the back shit all the time. Dude, um, and I, I want to. I feel like this is something to mention. Nobody ever talks about Noah Fakon or whatever his name is. Yeah, well, because he's definitely not playing. Oh, well, really? It hasn't officially been denied, but, like, they're not factoring him into anything. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. He has over, like, 300,000 Instagram followers. Really? Well, he can. Have you seen him dunk? Yeah. Oh, he's sick. Yeah, so, dude, that'd be sick if he, he could play. Can you imagine him dunking in the Coliseum in a big game? Place would fall down. Also, Cooper Flag, number one recruit, announces tomorrow. He's not choosing WVU, but... Dude, Ear, Ears Nation got me earlier. It, it got me, too. I saw it. I was like, no fucking way. I, I literally I literally was on a team call, and I just looked... I think it was with Sith, and I just looked down, and I was just like... I just said it out loud. I was like, this can't be fucking true. <laughs> and then it wasn't, and I was pissed. That would have been huge. Um, yeah. <sighs> did you see Eilert's kind of... He's not like... You know how every year Hugs would talk like, oh, we're making baskets, like this team can shoot and everything. Eilert's kind of like dialing back Good. everything. So, like, you don't get your expectations too, too high, which I, I kind of like since he's like a first-year head coach. Like, if you set the expect expectations so high, like, people are going to be disappointed. For sure. And, dude, I don't give a fuck. Quit calling him the interim head coach. He's the head coach for this season. Just call him the head coach. Yeah. Interim pisses me off so much. I feel like it's very downgrading. And, like, he's the head coach. Right it happened now. in, what, June or July? Yeah. He's the head coach. If, unless that happens, like, right, literally right before the season, then, okay, interim. But, like, he's been the head coach, like, all year, basically. All year. I'm riding with the guy. Honestly, I wish him – I am pulling for him heavy. Obviously, because it's WVU, but – I love the staff that he brought in. I love that he, he brought a young, young staff in. Good-looking guy, too. Good. That, that's big. That's big. <laughs> that's big. Smoke. Head coach is a smoke. Honestly, all the coaches are smokes. I don't think we have an ugly coach on the bench. Yeah. Maybe, maybe ever heard, whatever, that Ron Ever old guy. He might, he might not be. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I mean, you got to have one yeah. seasoned you gotta guy. You got to have one there. in the bunch, yeah. you know? One but, uh, guy, he's been a head coach before, right? Uh, I think he has. Think so. He was a head coach somewhere. So, like, that, that's good to have. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped about the staff. I, I think we got connections now. Like, we got current NBA players. We got NBA execs. We got head coaches. I don't know, man. I don't know. And Basketball you, school. You can't rule it out. Like, people are going to be entering the portal during, like, Probably the next month or so, like there might be one big name out there, and we're gonna go after him, dude. Who he uh, said we we don't have the depth we had. Well, dude, yeah, there's only like eight, seven or eight guys, I think. Right? He now. said he said seven or eight, and because we, we lost two, yeah, two starters. That's tough. That's tough. Which I mean, I'm still rooting for Jose too. 
Like I still want him to do good. Oh yeah, I don't I don't want him to do bad. I think he went to ASU, right? Yeah. I think he's playing in the uh Barstool Oh yeah, he is. Tournament thing. Yeah. Not tournament, but two games, yeah. which that that'll be cool to see. That will be cool. Yeah, dude, uh, yeah, I'm not rooting against him either for sure. Um I don't know though, man. Who who wouldn't want to come play for the Mounties and Hoops right now? True. We always fucking contend. Um anything to talk about in college last week, football? Honestly, I didn't watch much. I State and Ohio State game was the boringest game I've ever watched. In that my life. it was Drew Allard didn't look good at all. That was the most boring game. Honestly, Iowa games are more fun to watch than that. Did you see the Iowa score? Twelve ten? Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Me and Dustin were watching it at the at the uh reception because <laughs> we were going nuts because like yeah, that dude wasn't trying to fair catch, but that was a fair catch. He's running down. He's running down like this. Like, what? What are the refs supposed to take yeah, that? As? I, I didn't see it, but I heard a lot of people like talking about it. I mean, dude, if if you're an Iowa fan, I understand why you're mad. Are you an Io Ionian? I uh, probably yeah. I was. I don't think I went in. No, yeah. Yeah, I Ionian. Yeah, if you're one of them's, if you're one of them's. I can see why you're mad, but on the flip side, it's like he quite literally was running down, like, waving. So, like, I don't know what you want the ref to do there. That's all. So, a couple things. Uh, Pac-12 is not looking great. Washington almost lost to ASU. That game was trash. Uh, USC lost. Yes, they did. To, uh, what, what do you call him? Some kind of pig farmer or something. Utah's head coach said they got some kind of like amazing quarterback and we have a pig farmer for a quarterback and we 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 won oh fuck yeah i like that uh caleb williams that's a spider right there yeah that's that's fucking creepy dude should i kill that thing yeah dude that's a wicked spider you might want to kill that yeah i'm gonna kill that (laughs) okay so caleb williams i i'm kind of tired of people talking about him as a generational quarterback like he's a sure thing you should give up five first round picks to get him in the draft like he's had a couple like not good games like one game he threw three picks this last one he he balled out towards the end but still there's been quarterbacks with bad defenses uh who have won he can't he he doesn't win those games i don't know if i got it that's all right. It'll, it'll crawl yeah, no, up my leg. I agree. I agree. I mean. Uh, granted, if, like, the Broncos get him, yes, be excited. Well, yeah, for sure. But, like, I don't know. Again, any guy any guy to me that is requesting part ownership in the team rubs me the wrong way. I fucking hated that. But, like, Joe Burrow, his team gave up a ton of points. Yeah. But he pulled it off. Caleb Williams, he has not as much talent as – Joe Cool did. Not the Joe Cool, but Joe Joe Burr. Joe Burr. But he has fucking what, four number one receivers basically, and he can't get it done. Yeah, I'm 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 interested to see how he takes the rest of this season too. Because he's not playing in a bowl game. Yeah, I know. For hate sure. It. I hate it. So yeah, I, I guess we'll see. I, I was uh, very high on the Caleb Williams train, but I think I might have been wrong. Um currently. Also UNC just fumbled, like, their whole season, losing to one of the worst teams. They got smashed. 
what was it, 31 something? Wasn't it like 31 nothing? No, no, like they, they put up points. Uh, Tez Walker had a huge game again, I believe, like 100 and some yards with a touchdown. But they, they literally have no defense, and Virginia's not that great. No, hasn't Virginia only won now two games? Yeah, I mean, they've been close in a lot of games. They were starting a freshman quarterback for a while, which he looked like a baller, and now their number one came back, and I, he's playing pretty good. Yeah, and but it doesn't you can't help. lose that game. And it doesn't help either, sidebar, that JT Daniels is just balling this season now for no apparent reason. Uh, he's he's great against bad teams. Yeah, but, oh, I agree, but, like, WV fans use that as ammo against you, Neil yeah, Brown. You, you just can't. You just can't. JT looked so good to start and then just fucking fell off. Um, you think that boy Deuce about to cook up something? Is he playing? I don't know. Hopefully he he got a lot of uh, action in the preseason, so th- they like him. Dude, it's so, a shout-out, just a random shout-out. It's so tight that Garrett Eurisco works for the House of Highlights. That, what, like, what's that? It's like a massive, I know it's an Instagram account. It's got like 45 million followers for the NBA. And like he's just like, he was just big chilling with Dame and Giannis like at the photo day or whatever. Shit. I mean, it's, it's crazy that he was able to do that, but like if, if you're committed to that shit, like, you can make it work, and he did. Hell yeah. Shout out. So how do you feel about the Michigan scandal? What's your take on that? My take on it is I can understand how sus this may look. On paper, w- when you read it, how it reads, it looks bad, and it sounds bad. And the things that are coming out about that guy going to all those games not a good look. The play cards, like some of the call, like, I don't know. We're seeing some videos where people are getting perfect cuts of like how it may look funky during football. Which you could do that with any team. Agreed. I just am to the point where I feel as if you could know almost everything that a team's about to do. But if you go out there and don't stop it, it doesn't matter. True. Uh, did you see, it just came out today, He, that guy had some kind of Michigan manifesto? No, I did not. It was like 550 pages, I think. It was something crazy. Jack Mack had a video on it. Like, how Michigan like can like progress through the years or something. Damn. Like, if, if you have all that done, you're a psycho. Yeah, I think, uh, I think they might have just taken advantage of a guy that was a... He, he, he's an idiot. Yeah. Like, his Venmo account is not private, and he was Venmoing people, like, right around the dates of those big games. Hey, YOLO. I think you got to punish him more for making it so obvious. Yeah. Like, you just have to be like, we're going to lay down the hammer because you're so fucking stupid. Yeah. When everyone else probably does it, but they're smart about it. I agree. Um, I agree, my boy. That's all I got. Let's roll. All right, you start the games. All right, dude. So I think we are week eight in college football right now, I believe. Week nine. Week nine. Week nine of college football, I do believe. Do you have your your stats for the year? Uh, They are on my phone. I just did them. I believe I am 
43 and 38 sitting at a crisp 54%. That that's pretty good. Yeah. I think that's right around where you want to be. Maybe at like a percentage below. I'm at 40 and 35 after a fucking awful last week. Yeah. Yeah. So still hanging in there. I mean, dude, I I'm sure we're all close. I I just uh tallied up the games from your wedding. I didn't add those and man, I got destroyed yeah, in NFL me that too. week like 4 and 1. So yeah. Um All right, here we go, dude. Number 8 Oregon at number 13 Utah. Oregon's favored by 6 and a half. The over under is 46 and a half. Let's let you go first. I'm going to take the over. Normally Utah has a good defense, but I mean, their game against uh, USC just went over 60, right? I believe. I believe, yeah. So I'm going to take the over 46 and a half. Honestly, I'm going to ride with you. I think that's the best pick. I I don't know. Truthfully, I haven't watched really either either of these teams play in a full game just sitting in front of a TV. Um, But, yeah, thinking of Pac-12, thinking of points. 46 and a half is a low number, so I'm going to hammer the over, too. Damn. Uh, And then Duke at number 18, Louisville. Louisville is minus four. Over under is 46. Um, Riley Leonard probably iffy to go this week, but... It's hard to trust Louisville, but Louisville does have a good offense, so I'm going to go over 46 in this game, too. Okay. I think I'm going to ride. Is Riley Leonard playing? So last week, he was he was pretty banged up going in. He started. Uh, I, don't, I don't think he was doing great, but they were in the game. And there was a clip of him and his head coach on the sideline. Riley was saying, he's going in, like, he's good. And the coach was like, I can't, like, you're sitting. Damn. So it's probably 50-50. I'm still going to ride with the Dukies here. I don't know. I really like that QB. Um, I like their head coach, too. He was on the Pat McAfee show and on game day. He was pretty sick, so. He's, uh, is it Nieto or something? Sounds right. He's, like, up for a lot of jobs. After this year. So yeah, I, I think I he, he's leaving after this. Yeah, I liked him a lot. All right. Next, we got number six, Oklahoma at Kansas. Oklahoma's favored by 10. The over-under is 65 and a half. It's at, Oak- or at Kansas, too. At Kansas. But we don't know who the quarterback is for Kansas because I know Bean's been playing a lot. But he still puts up points. Uh, ten, ten's a lot, and people were talking about this game as like a game Oklahoma can't overlook. So I'm just going to take the safe play and go over 65 and a half because I don't think Kansas can stop people either. Yeah, I'm riding rock chalk. I like it. I'm I, taking I the don't points. Hate it. Rock chalk Jayhawk here. Um, yeah, that's about it. I'm I'm taking the Jayhawks. So. All right. I got fucking three overs so far. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next game. Big game, dude. What is this? This is the biggest cocktail party, right? That's what yeah, they call th- it. Yeah, this is like the big tailgating game. Yeah, biggest cocktail party in Jacksonville, Florida. We have the number one Georgia Bulldogs against the Florida Gators. Georgia is favored by 14 and a half. 
And the over-under is 47 and a half. I've I've seen people say that uh, Billy Napier is recruiting out of his ass right now for next year, so it's looking good for Florida. I think they're playing better as of late. I don't love their team, but 14 and a half at the Swamp, I'm going to no, take No, 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 Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Okay, I'm still taking I'm still taking Florida. Me too. Fuck yeah. Okay. Chomp, dude. Plus 14 and a half. Yeah. I mean, th- this game normally normally is pretty good. Like, I, I remember one year we were at the hole. I don't know if you remember this. And we all left at half. And Georgia was winning like 31 to nothing at half or whatever. And then Florida came all the way back and only lost by three. Like, this game's normally pretty electric. I think 14 and a half's a lot. I know Florida's been playing bad, but, dude, I'm riding with my dog on this one, you know? Chomp. We need him once. Chomp, dude. Chomp, chomp. All right, last game. Week nine of the slate here. We got the Ohio State Buckeyes at Wisconsin. The Buckeyes are favored by 14 and a half. The over-under is 45 and a half. Is, I think this is the toughest game. I don't, I don't love Ohio State, but Wisconsin, Mordecai was hurt. I don't know if he's going to play. Um, Wisconsin normally has a two-tandem running back system. And Masuli, I believe, he fucked up his knee a few weeks ago, so he's out. So it's all on Braylon Allen, as far as I know. I'm going to take Ohio State minus 14 and a half because I'm not sure how many points Wisconsin can score. It's a great pick. So as you were saying all that, I was writing down Ohio State minus 14 and a half. I think this is one of those games where people are going to talk about how Ohio State could get upset and they just go in there and just destroy Wisconsin. Right. Um, And for that, I'll be riding with the Buckeyes. So. We were basically the same on our picks besides you took Kansas. I took a lot of dogs. Did you? Yeah, I, I took Duke, Kansas, oh, and Chomp. Okay, you took Duke and Kansas. Yeah, so. But, yeah, dude. Not not a great college football slate no. overall. But there's still some de- – I don't know what game day is. Do you know? Damn. I do know. Also, side note, I hope McAfee comes back. Yeah, I I think uh I think the Hades getting is not very justified if I'm being quite honest. Who do you replace Pollock? Well, Pollock, but like a lot of people blame him for ESPN cleaning house too. Cuz I mean they were going to go a different direction no matter what. Yeah. And he was he's the hot name. Yeah. So I mean dude, again, I love Pat McAfee. Obviously there's a bias here. I think his show's phenomenal. I love him on game day, too. Yeah. Like, Corso isn't really part of it anymore, besides, like, the picks at the end. So, like, they needed someone to step up, and he's doing it. He's doing it, man. Shout out, Pat. Shout out that guy. Any any, uh, other college things you want to touch on? Uh, I don't think. I think that's it. All right, dude, let's kick it over to NFL Week 8. You can start. Your little recap, if you would like. I didn't get to watch a whole lot of the Steeler game. Uh, a lot of shit going on last week. But it seemed like Kenny P played a good game. He's amazing in the fourth quarter. 
somehow we're four and two, and we just don't have four hundred yard games on offense. Your division is tough. It, when they do the final projections for the year, like the worst teams, like ten and seven or something like that, and you, it's dude, just like, are you fucking kidding me? I was looking at it earlier, and I was like, shush, dude. And then the Bengals are just sitting there at three and three. Yeah, which at any moment they could rattle off like seven wins in a row. And it but when you look at like the schedule every year, you see Bengals, Ravens, Browns. You're like, that's gonna be a split, like with every team. Yeah. Somehow, like it just ends up that way all the time. Um, but I'm happy. My uh, bet at the beginning of the year still, still going over eight and a half wins. Parlayed with WVU over four and a half. Let's go, dude. I need it. Let's go. That that that's all I got. Uh, yeah. Jalen Warren, RB1. Feel it. Feel it. Happy to be in the W call this week, dude. Who'd you play? The Packers. Okay. I mean, beat the pack. They're, um, they're not as bad as people thought. Yeah. We, we Broncoed, though. I mean, first half, yeah. phenomenal. First half, playoff team. First half, contender. How many wins? Two. We're two and five. And, and, let, and let me tell you, let me tell you our next four games. Let me just tell you, okay? We got the Chiefs at home this Sunday. Bye week. Turn around, play at Buffalo Monday Night Football. Then we play the Vikings, I believe, in Minnesota. And then we play the Browns at home. That's our November. Ouch. That's our November. So that's probably why they're going to punt on the rest of this year and trade some people. Because they, they, Patrick Sertan's linked to the Steelers, too. Dude, Patrick Sertan is not leaving Denver. If someone gives him a first-round pick, he's gone. No way. There's, they will not get rid they of They openly said they're shopping everybody. Sertan is off the table. I thought he would be. I, I don't they're, – they're not going to give – the only way they give away Sertan is if it's like a Champ Bailey, Clinton Portis trade. What year is he in the league? Three? Three. So he's got at least one more – Till his rookie year's up. Yeah. I mean, if you keep him, then you're you should be committing to pay him after that too. Oh, Walmart. Which I mean, he's he's sick. Yeah, dude. I think you forgot. We got Walmart money over here. You do, so you need to fucking release Russ. Yeah. Well, I think honestly, dude, okay. So (laughs) I I don't think it's Russ. No, I I don't think think, it is. No, I've I figured it out. I figured it out. Our offensive line stinks. And that, yeah, that's that's the main part of an offense. Our our <laughs> our offensive line uh, for so long, I've been blaming it on so many different people. We brought in all of these linemen, and they stink. Who was that one from Boise State? You guys had that was just solid for years. Yeah, and I think he got and then hurt he went or to something. Seattle. Yeah. Fuck, I know exactly what you're talking about because he was one of the first players in the NFL to take half of his salary in Bitcoin. Yeah. I can't remember his name, though. Very, very good, very good tackle. I mean, that, that does make your whole team. Yeah. So our, our offensive line's bad. Um, Russ gets hit a lot, and on defense, we have way too many stupid penalties. So 
I saw Sean Payton. He was really getting on Vance Joseph's ass this week on the sideline, I noticed. I think if you can clean the defense up. Which then they gave up, what, 17 points? Yeah. If you can clean the defense. here, here's, Here's where I'm at right now. Here's where I'm at. And I know this is a tall task. I'm just saying here's where I stand. We're two and five right now. If we can somehow get the seven and seven, we're sitting at 500 after week 14, seven and seven, three games left. I'll have somewhat of a hope. But as soon as we hit that seven number without a seven or more being next to it is when I'm is when I know it's dead in the water. I'm amazed like you still have like hope, which good for you. You should. Yeah, I do, dude. You've, I, you've been beaten down I've for been, a couple of years. Dude, I've been beaten down. <laughs> I've been spit on. I've been kicked around. But, dude, I still truly, truly believe with a roster that talented that they won't and can't figure it out. To with be on a run. that head coach. With that head coach. Which that's like one of the best and worst things about sports. Yeah. Hope. Hope. It hope. just it hurts so much. Honestly, hope hurts. Are the highs worth the lows? Thousand percent. Which you don't get many highs normally. Like dude, there was there was no there was two moments in my life where I just felt unreal. And it was the WVU Final Four in 2010. And I was very young for that, but I still had that like incredible feeling of like proudness. And when the Broncos won the Super Bowl. That was after the year they got blown out too. Yeah, so they got blown out in 2013 and they come back in 2015 and won it all. Because well, was that 43 to 6 or something? Yeah, they That's got destroyed. Amazing. And and Russ, it was Russ. Yeah. So like, but, like that was so long ago. So long ago. So yeah, and then we won the Super Bowl. Spend all that money on defense. That feeling of like that whole next year is there. It's I would I would rather lose for twenty more seasons, knowing that I'm going to get one Super Bowl, than right. being average. And not and never knowing if I'm gonna get one. Yeah, which that's like a hypothetical people give out all the yeah. time. But uh like so when your team wins a championship, I feel the build up to that is so much greater than that like satisfaction after it happens. A thousand percent. Like with the Penguins, every time they've they've won, the playoffs were like for a month and a half, you're like riding high, like ups and downs when they win or lose. And then once it happens, you're like, we, we fucking did it. And then it's like, okay, what's next? Yeah. I know. Which, which is weird because, like, you should just be celebrating that moment. But then you're like, okay, like, now what? Yeah, I, I, guess, I guess the other, the other slight is you've, you've felt it more than me in that aspect. But I know the one where... We won like nobody was giving us a shot. Everybody had Cam and the Panthers rolling us, bro. Yeah, I remember that. Like everybody had them destroying us. And then the sheriff, the sheriff played. He did what he had to do. But Vaughn Miller, my my ex guy, my ex rider, my ex homie, 
We used to be boys back in the day. He I, he put on a he put on a show. He we won that Super Bowl because of Von Miller, and I and that's that's what was cool about my specific Super Bowl is mine was won legitimately on how incredible that defense was. So Von Miller was a huge huge player for how many years? Like eleven, twelve. So like years down the road, do you retire his number? Or like have some kind of like ceremony when he's brought back and everyone applauds. I think I think you okay. have to for sure. Once it wears off, like yeah. the hurt and everything. For sure, yeah. No, I feel like you have to. Okay. Yeah. He 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 did a lot. He did a lot. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out, buddy. Still hate Shout you. Shout out, but I hate <laughs> you now, dog. It's on site. You feel me? Um. All right. We got the games. First game. The Rams. Are heading down to Texas, the Jerry World, against the Cowboys. The Cowboys are favored by six and a half at home. The over-under is 45 and a half. Brady, what is your pick? I mean, typically, like, I like to bet the Cowboys just because I feel like their offense should be elite. But I think the Rams... Always like surprise people, at least this year. Yeah. Like you don't think they're gonna be good and then all of a sudden like Puka Nakua comes out of nowhere, does good. Kyron Williams does good. He's hurt now, so that kind of sucks. And if it's true, he's a quarterback on season two of QB. Stafford, yeah. So I like the Rams even they just lost to the Steelers. I think they bounce back and they at least cover in this game. So Rams plus six and a half. I'm riding. I'm riding. I don't have anything else to say. You can announce this next one if you would like. Next game is Jaguars at the Steelers. Jaguars are favored by two and a half. Over-under is 42. Um, this game's tough. So, Jags are favored two and a half at the Steelers. Typically, the home team's favored like two and a half, three points, something like that. But if this was at the Jags, I feel like they'd be like minus six and a half at least. Agreed. It'd be like a little bit more. I'm just going to take the over 42 and a half. I think that's too low. Uh, Steelers are. They're so hot and cold on offense, but Kenny P has been playing a little bit better. So I'm going to take over 42 and a half. I think they put up some points and the Jags have a decent offense, too. So look at it like this. This is how I look at it. You got a team that is somehow, by the skin of their teeth, sitting at four and two. Somehow. It's amazing. Nobody knows how. Nobody understands. Nobody will ever get it. But growing up around this area, I know that's just Steeler luck, dude. That's just how it works. Yet, they're still sitting there. They're still battling. They're putting it together, and their offense is starting to roll, and they have the best football player on the planet right now. And he's he's the reason they have a winning record. Yeah, that happens to be a defensive monster, which we all know, defense wins championships. Correct. It's easy. Steelers, Steelers and the points at home, are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I like Trevor Lawrence, but I don't think – He's going to play 
as well as he could away at Akershire Stadium. I've I've just I've it's different there. I've learned not to think about the NFL like I think about college football. The college football, there's a little more that goes into it. The NFL, I need to keep it simple. And the simple stat for me is Steelers points at home against a good team that could very well shit the bet on Sunday at any moment. Yeah, they're still the Jags. They're still the Jags. There it is. I mean, it's there it is. Have you seen the stats when TJ Watt is playing versus when they don't? It's night and day. Which no one player besides a quarterback should have that influence. Yeah. I mean, I I hate I hate to admit it because he's twenty eight though, so he's gonna go downhill rather quickly, I think. No, 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 no. You at least got if he stays healthy, you at least got him at his peak for another four years. No. Yeah. Uh, well, his his yeah. problem is he doesn't he he's a little injury prone with I mean that, that goes with how he plays. That was my asterisk. If if he can yeah. stay healthy, which I don't think he will be able to. It'll be like JJ Watt, he was always hurt too. Yeah. So I think when it goes downhill like it'll be kind of fast. Which I think it's easy now to say that TJ is way better than JJ ever was. Let's just get that out there. Oh, overall, yeah. Yeah, I think he, yeah, you have to because fucking TJ Watt just, he was what, like a slot or dime corner and he yeah. had that pick? That's, yeah, that's insane. He's the man. So, uh, next game, Browns at Seahawks. Seahawks minus three and a half. Over under is, is that right? 38? <laughs> that's, what, that's what he has. No. That's what he has Are down. You? No. That's what he has down. I mean, if it's 38, I have to take over 38. That's just so low. I don't think these offenses are that bad. All, but Doesn't that make you think, though? Why is it that low? I know why. Why? Deshaun Watson's not playing. P.J. Walker is. Yeah, and these are two good defenses. So Okay, so that sways me. Seahawks minus three and a half. I'm sorry, dude. I don't trust P.J. Walker. I'm sorry, dude. I am... Eating the Browns pudding right now, dude. I'm eating the pudding. With PJ Walker? They're in the same scenario as you. That, uh, yeah. The yeah. Cleveland Browns, Deshaun hasn't been what he was supposed to be at all. Is a $200 million quarterback. Hasn't really been playing. They're sitting at 4-2, and two and they're de- they have the best defense in football. It's brownies. Not the best player, though. Not the best player. So, I'll... But the best unit. So, with Russ, would you say it's been worth it? It, 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 de- it depends on if the next move would have been to get another veteran quarterback or get a young guy. If, I, if we could not do the Russ thing... And have one of these young guys right now that are sitting like in their third or fourth year that are starting to play over Russ, then yes. But if the plan was to sign another veteran, then no. I will say it could be worse. You, it could be like the Deshaun Watson situation. At least that, that's Russ is very playing. similar. Besides the happy ending. And <laughs> did you see what Brady Quinn said? Did you look it up? No. Okay. So supposedly it was. 
Deshaun Watson's trainer, something close to him, was going back and forth with Brady Quinn for a second. Okay. And Brady Quinn said something like, uh, let's, let's end this conversation with a massage and a happy ending. Oh, wow. And that was just like a mic drop. Shout out, dude, <laughs> Brady Quinn. Did he say anything back? I don't know if he said anything back. I don't think you can. Yeah, I don't in think that you situation. Can you just like you win. Like, yeah, there's no coming back. <laughs> coming. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. No, I agree. I don't think you get out of that one either. Shout no. out Brady Quinn for that one, you handsome son of a bitch. All right. We have the Kelly Green Eagles heading to. The Commanders or the football team's home stadium. What's their home stadium called? Is it still FedEx? I think. FedEx Field. The Eagles are favored by six and a half. And the over-under is 43 and a half. I'd like to see the stats when the Eagles wear their Kelly Green uniforms. I don't think they should ever go back. I I don't either. It it might be one. They lost last week, right, to the Jets? 2014 or something like that yes so stats might not be that good but they need to go to those uniforms all the time it's so much better than their shitty dark green when you when you look good you play good and when you are swagged out in a uni like that it is impossible not to show out so when you're swagged out in a uniform like that do you think the players focus not like focus but like they play into that a little too much and like they're not as in tune to the game and they lose like they did to the Jets. I don't know, dude. I, the I, Penguins I, do it all the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, I guess that's true. I don't know. I'm a football guy. I think in football, <laughs> football, sick uniforms normally translate into success. Okay. Um, I'm going to take uh, six and a half is tough. I'm going to take the Eagles minus six and a half away. It's a great pick. That's great my pick. pick. That's my pick, too. That's what I also have written down. All right. It's a great pick. It. All right. Last game on the slate here for the old boys. We got the Joe Burr Bungles heading to San Francisco to play against Sam Darnold's 49ers. I don't think there's going to be a big drop off. I don't either. I think they're pretty similar. And as long as Darnold has bought into that system, I think he can be a good system quarterback like Brock Purdy is. I agree. Hold on. 49ers are favored by three and a half, and the over-under is 43 and a half. Continue. Give me the Niners minus three and a half. The Bengals have been iffy most of the year. Uh, I think they are playing better. Joe Burr is getting healthier. He's probably not 100% yet, but... I mean, calf is just a machine. Devo is probably still out, but they still got playmakers at tight end and wide receiver. So Niners <laughs> minus three and a half. This is the week the Bengals turn it around. I wouldn't be shocked. This is the week. This is the week. And if it's not the week, they at least then cover. next week is. <laughs> yeah, and next week is. I'll be taking the Bengals plus three and a half. Go Joe B. Joe Burr. Burr. So that's our uh, 10 games. I That's our tenor. You got anything else? WVU hockey jerseys. Sick. They, those are dirty. And they're, they're socks, too. Like, normally you don't do very much with those, but they took the 
trees from the top down onto the socks too. So I love that. Sick. Uh, got the state on the chest. That looks really good. Um, there's like the hills carved out by like the right light blue. It's sick. I mean, best WV uniforms in any sport of all time. I think so. Which I don't, I don't, th- I don't think there. I don't think there's a set that beats that in anything. So there's basketball. We don't have a set like that this year for football, right? We wore grays, didn't we? We might have won game, but it wasn't like the coal uniform, right? We need something like that for next year. I think that that'd be a good idea. Dude, people were shitting on it, and I knew people were gonna shit on it, but there was a a camo set. I saw that was like AI created. I thought it was tough as fuck, dude. Everybody was like, no, fuck no, please no. And I'm just sitting there like, yes, please. That would be dope. I'd have to see the final uniform that they come up with. But I don't know if I like playing into that like West Virginia thing. Like with the camo. I like the coal stuff. That's all good. I don't know if I like the camo. Why, bro? Uh, I'm open to seeing a uniform, though, if they create one. Okay. Respect. Respect. That boy, that man, Christopher Bell, wins, gets into the championship four race in Phoenix. He wins. I win. $4. Yeah, dude. Let's go. CB, shout out CB. It's a sick race. Um, He basically was given up, and then they convinced him to start trying to get in stage two. And he won, so that was cool. Was there, like, a communication between the team like that? Yeah, yeah. So he, he was, like, very frustrated, pissed off, and the head, like, fuck, I'm blanking on what their crew member. Yeah, crew chief was like, all right, dude, he said something, and Christopher Bell was like, all right, all right, I'll start trying now. I got you. He's like, all right, I'll start trying now. And then he just was like, <laughs> That is it. funny, like, you've been on him for a while, and now, like, I mean, he's always been pretty good, and yeah. like he's keeping it up. He's the man, dude. He's uh back to back Final Fours. So basically, basically that race is if any of those four win, they win it all, and if anybody else wins, then the points decide. But obviously, it's more fun when one of them win to kind of right. seal the deal. So, do you have any kind of lock or anything like that lined up, or do you just want to go with what we were talking about before? What was that? WVU money line plus two forty parlayed with GG touchdown minus one ten. So that it'd be like yeah, it's probably plus four hundred. I I would think at least I'll send. If they win, he's scoring a touchdown for sure. So I'll send it. That's our not lock, but that's our like that's extra our big bet. hitter. That's yeah, our big that's hitter. our big hitter. That's the big hitter this week. So Ty, you got to bet it. Yeah, that's the big hitter, and if it hits, it counts. It'll be the first big hit away. Shout out us. All right. Um, make sure to follow me on Instagram at Juice Fisherman and subscribe to the Juice Box YouTube. And yeah, thank you, Brady. You can send us, dude. Follow me on Twitter, Brady underscore 21 underscore. Uh, next week, we will have Tidro, our fearless leader, back. He had to work tonight, so shout out to him. Um, that's all we got. Thanks for listening.